0: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life—it's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. This podcast wants to be brought to you by Bang Energy. No shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Three, two, one. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I am Sadie. I am Sasha. Do you dumbbell? Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do we you dumbbell? dumbbell. We have many, many hey. dumbbells. Of, of many ways. some of these. Yes. Ooh, hello. You're, it's one of these. You don't know what we're talking about if you're yeah. listening to the podcast.
0: <laughs> That's why you need to supr- subscribe to us on YouTube so you can
1: see us being dumbasses. Yes. <laughs> Jack <Jackassery laughs> in my garage. Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to it. Dude. In the dude. Oh, God. So I sent Sasha a message on her way here because we record in my garage. So I yeah. literally roll out of bed like an hour before we yeah. record. And uh, I texted her. I was drawing on my eyebrows. The door. <laughs> is open. No. AutoCorrect said, Darwin on my eyebrows, the dute is open. So So, now you're in
0: on our inside joke and you can use dute and no one will know what you're talking about, but you'll cackle every time. Uh,
1: Because I'm an idiot.
0: (laughs) Your phone is an idiot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck, iPhone? You're supposed to be the smart one. This this deal sucks. I want a new one. So dumbbells. Dumbbells are great for a lot of reasons. Uh, One of the biggest reasons is they're super versatile. And if you have learned anything about us, you know Mm -hmm. that we love Efficiency and multitasking, yes, uh, like and versatility, a lot. yeah. So dumbbells are totally our shit. Mm. Um, you can use them for almost any movement you can think of. Literally, almost any movement you can think of. You yeah. don't have a machine to do leg curls? Strap a fucking dumbbell to your ankle. Yep. Seriously, or, or lay in the ground do. and hold it
0: between your feet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Lay on yep. your bench, yep. hold it between your feet, and do them that way. You have a whole bunch of options. We're going to talk about upper body, lower body, full body movements. The possibilities are endless. For real, like you can do pretty anything. much anything with a dumbbell dumbbells are hand.
0: like a scaling option mm-hmm. everywhere that barbells are sold like yeah. honestly For anything that you can do with a barbell you can do with a dumbbell
1: absolutely and then some so yeah. you should be using dumbbells in your training plan should you be using only dumbbells maybe if that's mm-hmm. all you have but right. they should definitely be somewhere in your workout and in your like just grand plan yes they're fucking awesome so we're gonna talk about that why should you be using dumbbells
0: Um, there's a ton of reasons, but they take up less space than machines or barbells. Like a barbell is typically seven feet long. Like if I was doing my workouts in my house, I wouldn't have room. I would now, but in my old basement, I couldn't do an overhead press without hitting the ceiling.
1: That's, that's why our gym's in the garage. So if you don't
0: have the space or, or the, the ceilings (laughs) to use a barbell, if you're still working out at home. Dumbbells are where it's at. Plus, um,
1: like you have that extra foot almost of clearance all the way around when you put plates on your barbell yeah. as well. So when you think about it, if you're an average height person, that's going to be if you have eight foot ceilings, you're going to be putting that plate almost through your ceiling. Yeah,
0: and if you're like doing anything for time and you're just like throwing yeah. it up there, Mm-mm. you probably want to do it in the same spot so at least the holes are the same every time.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> got a groove built in my ceiling.
0: It's fine. What is that for? Don't worry. It's my about thruster it. hole. Mind your own business.
1: <laughs> Nobody asked you. Out
0: of context, if we weren't on a fitness and nutrition podcast, that would be terrible. Anyway. It's kind of
1: like a glory hole, right?
0: <laughs> it's my thruster hole. Leave me alone. Fuck off. It's my thruster hole. <laughs> Dumbbells force you to have increased stabilization, which leads to muscle activation and leads to gains. With a Z.
1: With a Z. The gains. The gains. The gains are great. Yeah. They're so good for you. You should be chasing the gains at all times. Yes. (laughs) For real. Especially if you're a chick.
0: Yeah. Yes. Strong is beautiful. Muscle
1: is so good for your body. So the gains are great. How do you get them? Unilateral training is Mm. one way to like really, really, really work on your shit when it comes to lifting weights. Yep. Uh, Dumbbells are awesome for that. We've talked a lot about unilateral training. Um, But if you don't know what it is, it's doing movements with a single arm or a single leg. There you get the uni. yeah, um, And it's where stabilization and activation come into play. So when you think about it, if you're doing a shoulder press and you only have one dumbbell in your hand, you have to offset your body and make sure that your core is stable so that you don't fall over. Mm-hmm. So that's where stabilization is going to come into play. Unilateral training is a game changer. Um, yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily something you can incorporate it if you're just beginning fitness, but I feel like you should get the baseline movements down first before you foray oh, yeah. into unilateral training because unilateral training is kind of like proofreading your movements. It's yeah. gonna make your movements better and it's gonna make you super strong. So you wanna make sure you have a good foundation in those base movements to begin with.
0: Absolutely. And and you want a good foundation anyway. But, like, for me, doing those unilateral movements forces a stronger connection between my mind and my muscles. Yep. Um, while we're talking about unilateral training, let's talk about muscle imbalances. Oof, <laughs> man. <laughs> DBs will help you see oh. where you're imbalanced or weaker. Typically, it's one side. Mine's opposite. One leg, but opposite arm. It's dumb. But
1: Left arm, right leg. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because you don't have um, the other arm or leg to help you compensate or overcompensate for the yeah. other, the Think weaker Think about
1: one. that. Like if your right arm is your strong arm and you do a bench press, there is a very real possibility that barbell might be a little higher on the right side. So yep. that's why unilateral training is important.
0: Absolutely. I've been doing a ton of unilateral training lately because I want to balance myself out. Like I just mentioned, one of my legs is out of alignment. And when I say out of alignment, I know it's out of alignment because tracking wise, when you're doing a squat, if you have any clicks or anything in your knee, you're not aligned right.
1: Or you just have bad meniscuses.
0: That's true too, (laughs) but I I know it's not that. So I've been working on unilateral training because I need to get myself balanced out there. Um, So I've added more unilateral leg exercises with either a dumbbell or a kettlebell, either way, to balance myself out and work on the alignment in those movements. So like single leg uh, Romanian deadlifts, lots of those. Curtsy squats. Lunges. Static lunges. Um, just anything that I can think of that's a single leg movement, just so I can work on my balance and make the one leg catch up with the other.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're clicking in a shoulder press, that means that your shoulder's not in the right angle. Yep. Uh, my knees, however, I do have the shitty meniscus side. Yeah. Menisci? Menisci. That but, sounds right. Right? Meniscus sure. is Is it, it like octopuses? <laughs> anyway, uh, if your knees are clicking in a squat, you should probably talk to your doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. because your knees shouldn't click. Yeah. <laughs> um, knee, th- knee problems are really shitty. Yeah, um, I speak from experience playing many, 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 many years of competitive basketball and softball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have basically hurt all of my joints and my legs in any way possible that you I can think of. I definitely
0: like go to your doctor first. Yeah. And if they're like, you're good, it's probably because you're not set up right in the yeah. movement.
1: If you haven't had previous knee injury, like if you've... I know, I know I fucking tore a meniscus in high school, but it kind of fixed itself. It's just noisy. It doesn't hurt. It clicks when I walk up and like my knees click when I walk up and down the stairs. I'm
0: 37 years old. I'm creaky. (laughs)
1: I've been creaky since I was 24 because I played sports a lot as a kid. And in the early 90s and like in the 90s into the early 2000s, we didn't know shit about sports medicine compared to what we know now. Like you look at older athletes and you're like, wow, they look fucking haggard because the technology was not as good. Yeah. I look at like my friend Zoe, she just got done playing D1 softball and now she is playing uh, baseball in a summer league with the boys. And I look at all the stuff that she has available to her as an athlete now that we didn't have when we were her age. And I'm just like, yo.
0: Yeah. But like when you're the unilateral training, like specific, like specifically with your squat, if you're going down and like, there's a weird click and you're like, wait, Okay, that ain't right. It's probably like you need to push, be pushing your knees mm-hmm. out, but your knees aren't out far enough to probably. help with that, with that balance. Because sometimes it's a balance thing. Doing those unilateral movements will help significantly.
1: Yes, and that is one where you can do the squat where you throw the back foot on something to stabilize yourself. Don't if you've never done a pistol squat or if you've never done squats in general, don't do pistol squats right out the gate. Oh God, you don't. Oh. You want to do like a Bulgarian split squat. Yeah um you correctly yeah 90 90 knees you've got options um you can look for that single leg squat modification all mm-hmm. over the internet we like the Bulgarian squ- split squat that's so fucking hard to say I always mess it up. Bulgarian split squat yeah. it's the Q and the P you get mixed up I anyway.
0: fucking hate them but they are They're amazing so for, for, your glutes for your legs, and yeah, your legs.
1: Your like you yeah. want you want legs like Carrie Underwood do your lunges yeah yeah. and your split squats. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely.
1: All yes. the squats, get that booty. <laughs> so, it, dumbbell training is also going to be safer than barbell training? Yes. I'm I'm going to put a caveat in with this. I'm not going to say the barbell training is unsafe by any means because mm. if you know what you're doing, you're totally fine. Yeah. But if you train alone, barbell training can be sketchy sometimes yes. if you're not experienced on how to ditch that loaded barbell. Right. Um and
0: and it's hard to learn. Like you really have to really, you have to practice it's scary. ditching the bar. That's really? why
1: I do those shoulder, I do these, I do shoulder hyperextensions every, every day. So I hold a band and I hyperextend my shoulders back and forth and I can do the full range of motion 360 yes. degrees. I had to learn how to do that because if I get up in a snatch and I can't hold onto that fucker, I have to be able to throw that barbell behind my head so it doesn't kill me. Exactly. And
0: especially with, um, any kind of one rep maxing, you shouldn't be doing that by yourself, period. No. But in the event that you don't have someone who can be there with you, you are at home, you gotta, and you don't have, um, yeah, you don't have a bar, safety, you have safety like a safety bars, rig. Um, you'll have to, yeah. I would just do dumbbells. Just
1: dumbbell, <laughs> if you, especially if you're beginning, mm-hmm. um, you're not gonna want the barbell right to start anyway, because if you're a guy, the barbell's 45 pounds. If you're a girl, the barbell's 35 pounds. If you are starting out, you're probably not even going to be able to bench. You might be able to bench the empty barbell, but if you have no previous strength training experience or you haven't trained in a really long time, you're probably going to be rocking dumbbells for a while.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you don't, there's such a range. You can go all the way up to, what is it? It, I mean over a hundred pounds in dumbbells if you can find them, but yeah I mean there's a wide a ri- wide range of of weights, but it's just a lot safer, especially when you're alone
1: and it's a lot more inexpensive yeah. um when you go to buy a barbell, I got mine reasonably inexpensive, I pay like two hundred bucks for it, yeah. You can get a whole-ass set of dumbbells for $200. Yeah, yeah. Not, maybe with a – probably not with a rack, but you could at least get a set of 5s, 10s, 15s, 20s, and maybe some 8s and 12s in there as well, depending yeah. on where you buy them. Um, you can get those at Target and Walmart again now pretty easily. Workout equipment is back in stores yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. So, if you've been wanting to start your home gym and you couldn't during pandemic because you couldn't find anything, you're good now. Yeah. Shit's back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can get a pretty decent set of dumbbells for two to $300. Uh, you can get a... I had that first uh, dumbbell rack I had that was, like, two levels. Mm-hmm. I got it for, like, 80 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I upgraded to this one that I paid an extra $15 for. Yeah. <laughs> and when I sold the old one on Facebook Marketplace, I was even. <laughs> so... <laughs> The art of the resale. Yes. Um, so you can get all that pretty easily now. Um, and you have tons of options to change your intensity. Be that weights, be that movements, be that how you do your movements. Yep. And we're going to talk a little bit about tempo training now because mm-hmm. that is something that can really change your intensity of your unilateral training. So we And talked, underrated. Oh, my God. I've been, I've been putting it back since we're running. Yeah. I have just been trying to, like, do baseline, like, upkeep. Like yeah. accessory everything. I do leg day. If I do leg day and I squat, it's box squats because I don't yeah. want to murder myself. My legs need to be fresh for that run. Yeah. So I've just kind of been doing like tune up maintenance shit. Yeah. But um unilateral tempo training is amazing. Yeah. Like incredible. I love it. And it's something that you can tweak to work on your explosiveness. It's Mm -hmm. something you can work on if, like, say, your dumbbells aren't heavy enough. Right. You can do a low, slow three count on that negative to make those 15-pound dumbbells feel like they're 40. Yep. Um, Lots of options. If you need to do adaptive work with your exercise, if you have an impediment or if you have a disability or a handicap, you can do all of those things with dumbbells. Yep.
0: Absolutely. The the one thing about tempo that I really love, like you said, like anything can be heavier by mm-hmm. adding resistance or slowing down the movement. Yep. What I've been doing a lot lately is taking less weight on, I'm using barbell, but even less weight with dumbbells when I'm doing like an incline chest press and just slowing it down because mm-hmm. that shit gets heavy really quick. Yep. You want to do 15 reps? Cool. But you might only make it to 12 because when you're doing tempo work, you're adding, in a sense, you're adding resistance yep. to it.
1: Yeah. You without a band. If you only have like a set of ten pound dumbbells, you can do a lot with ten pounds. You're just Just, going to have to get creative on your counts to make that resistance.
0: Typically you're adding more reps, but you can do them at a faster pace if you want to get that heart rate up, as long as you're doing the movement correctly, or you can
1: slow it way the fuck down. Yeah. And that'll that'll do the trick. It will. And dumbbell training is also gonna increase your range of motion. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to reduce injury when done correctly. Um, I feel like most exercises are going to reduce injury uh, when done correctly. Yeah. Cause if you're going to do them incorrectly, you'll find yourself on the ouch train.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Dumbbell training also boosts your resting metabolic rate and increases your bone strength and density. And that is always going to be a win.
1: Especially if you are a lady. Because bone density and strength is something that we fight with as we get older. Osteoporosis is a motherfucker, so lift your weights so you don't lose your bone mass. Yes.
0: Hey. Um, So those are like the benefits of dumbbells. I mean, they're they're far and wide. I I really want to call this episode... Dumbbell loving. <laughs> um, dumbbell loving and there's a wide like e- like we mentioned at the top like every single movement that can be done with a barbell can be done with a dumbbell so like dumbbells for upper body your triceps overhead tricep extensions you're holding that dumbbell between your two hands getting to 90 with your elbows and then pushing right back up um I love those, yeah. especially heavy, if I can do it.
1: Triceps are the work. Like, triceps are an underrated workhorse in your arm. They yeah. do so much if you and, want like, a better, are so underappreciated. If you
0: want a better bench press, build up your triceps.
1: Oh, God, yes.
0: <laughs> like...
1: Plus, triceps just, when they're popping... I, lo-
0: I worked so hard, like, triceps- for a really long time. It took me three years to get my tricep muscles to pop out.
1: They, like, <laughs> mine stick out pretty much. If I didn't have tattoos, I think yeah. I'd look a lot more cut than... <laughs> <laughs> Tri-
0: tricep kickbacks are also awesome. I really love those. Um, you're kind of standing in a bent. You're not You're not 90. You're at like a... 45-ish. Yeah. And you just hold them close to your chest and then straighten your arms out straight back. Yep. And I love those. those and those are going to
1: burn real good right here. Oh,
0: yes. And then skull crushers are one of my favorites. You can do them with like a easy curl bar, but since we're talking about dumbbells, you can do one and hold it between your hands, mm-hmm. or you can do two. I like to do 15 because I hate myself. <laughs> two 15s in each hand, sometimes 20 if I really want to murder my arms and have noodles. Um, but you're, you're typically, you can either lay on the floor, or you can lay on a bench, whatever's available to you. You're holding them straight up above your head, and then that same 90, you mm-hmm. you're basically you don't want to hit your forehead. You can yeah, don't on either side of your skull. either side but that's why it's called skull crusher because you're coming down about where your forehead is and then straightening your arms i've back whacked up.
1: myself in the forehead with a dumbbell before it sucks don't do it, it. hurts yeah. it's
0: not fun do not recommend zero out of five stars <laughs> do not recommend
1: so while we're talking about arms because everybody likes a nice set of arms on a human body mm. be it a boy a girl or anything in between yes good arms are nice Biceps are for everybody, and so are boulder shoulders. So if yes. you want to work on boulder shoulders, dumbbells are great for that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Shoulder and you don't presses. need to do heavy.
1: No, you don't need to do shoulders. heavy. You really don't. The, the thing about your triceps and your shoulders is those are – your shoulders can do more weight than your triceps, but your tricep is pretty – I mean, relatively, it's a pretty small muscle. Like, yeah. if you take – your three fingers between your pinky and your thumb. And you put that over your tricep. That's about as wide as it is. And Mm -hmm. it's only about as long as your hand. So it's not super big. You don't want to beat the shit out of your triceps. Tearing a tricep fucking hurts and you can't use your arm. Yeah. At all. (laughs) Like your tricep runs your elbow. Your tricep runs your shoulder. Like you're fucking miserable. So don't tear a tricep. Um, Shoulder presses. You can get away with getting a little heavier. Um, I like to do if I'm doing tempo, I usually rock between 10 or 15 pounds. Um, yeah. I'll do a slow three count mm-hmm. and then I'll drop them real fast. Yep. And then you do that. Uh, conversely, if you want to work on explosiveness, you can do a little bit lighter and do that really fast up count on the one and then bring it down for slow. three Yep. and then reload it. Boom. Not, not reload, reload, but keep it where you were. And then just hit that explosiveness all over yep. again. Um, shoulder presses are great. I love them. Yes. You should work those into your routine for sure, because yes. good shoulders, are lifesavers trust me uh they help your posture yeah um they do so much like just your shoulders need to be healthy because you use think about it you use your arms all the fucking time yeah
0: and the point that it's attached to your body is
1: a ball not, and a socket and your shoulder <laughs> yeah yeah your whole arm is attached on a little socket yes in your shoulder so you need to take care of your shoulder because otherwise your arms are going to be mad at you. <laughs> upright rows are also very great. You can do those with an easy curl bar as well. Um, mm-hmm. But we're talking dumbbells. So if you're going to do the upright row, make sure that you have it. You don't have to have it totally straight like you would a barbell. You, If yeah. you, especially if you're new to fitness, you can, the beautiful thing about dumbbells is if a, if a movement feels a little funky with your hands, you can always tweak it just a smidgen. So you yeah. can bring it more towards neutral if you yeah. want to have that with your 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 upright rows you could totally do that if it puts too much torque on your shoulders to have it the other way don't do it that way for now you'll get that range of motion as you go
0: mm-hmm.
1: um delt flies delt flies are really great too yeah. they're a good shoulder delt flies are kind of one of those middle ground like back shoulder exercises yeah, upper back um, and i feel like you run into some of those when you talk about the shoulder and the back they do yep. overlap a little bit yep. so they kind of fall into the same category we'll uh talk a little bit more about the back here in a second um Front raises. Front raises are great. They're kind of one of those things where you're going to want to go light because yes. you don't want, like, think about it. You That's really far away from your body. And yeah.
0: you also, like, you're not moving, you're not going above your shoulder. You are literally coming and stopping at the point where your shoulder is straight, yep. if that makes sense. Yep. Um, you'll go down to your side, and then you're raising it straight up in front of you. Don't hyperextend it, but that light weight, I mean, 8, 10, 12 I wouldn't go more than 15, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I usually, I mean, I usually only do 10 or 12 pounds yeah. on a front raise. Um, if I'm doing a hammer front raise, I might bring it up a smidgen. Yeah. Just because You've your got, hands are different. Yeah. Um, But if I'm just doing a classic front raise, leading with the top of your hand and going up, 10, 12 pounds yeah. is all you need. You'll that, feel it. You will. <laughs> and I mean, think about it. Your arm is what, like three-ish feet long. So yeah. yeah, you're taking that lever all the way from your shoulder. You don't need a lot of weight. No. Science. It's beautiful. Exactly. Uh, you don't have to kill yourself to get muscles. What a concept. <laughs> uh, lat raises are the same thing. You don't want to go above your shoulder height nope. because if you do, your rotator cuffs will fucking hate you. Yeah. They will hate you. Your shoulder, they will get impinged. They will get mad. Your shoulders might start to click. Yeah. Uh, so lat raises, you're just. I always tell people to lead with the tops of your elbows. Yes. Um, weightlifting cues are weird. I don't know if you've ever had someone yell cues at you as you're lifting, but like the things elbows. we say to each other are just, and they make complete fucking sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when you do a lat raise, you want to lift. Think about like you have a plate, like a dinner plate on your elbow mm-hmm. and you're trying to raise it without knocking it off. Yep. That's a lat raise.
0: You're not, when you're doing lat raises, your arms, like a front raise, your arms are straight and a mm-hmm. lat raise, your arms are a little bent. If that makes sense. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're not, maybe not not completely at 90. You kind of float somewhere in between 90 and probably like 135 degrees. Um. And when
0: you're, when you lift straight up, That's almost like an external rotation and you don't want that Mm -mm. when you're doing that movement.
1: Yeah, it puts too much. There's a lot of shit in your shoulder. Like your rotator cuff is really complex and there's a lot of things in there that hold that together. You don't want to make that stuff mad. A, it takes a really long time to heal. B, most of the time, if you hurt it really bad, it requires surgery and surgery sucks and is expensive and takes a long time to recover and you're in a sling like this. Yeah. Yeah for like six weeks you have like your arm is completely arms immobile strapped
0: to you or yeah your rib cage Basically, i've
1: broken my arm before and i was in a cast up to my elbow because i was five years old yeah and that sucked and i didn't have to have it be immobilized so i yeah. can only imagine having your shoulder your arm strapped to your chest yeah. for like no thank
0: biceps you could do like do every single curl on the universe i mean
1: yeah that I, <laughs> Incline, when we talk decline, about biceps reverse. that's really all you have yeah. but there's a ton of different ways to do Reverch, curls. reverse reverse.
0: <laughs> i was combining reverse and preacher hammer your dute? preach my dude uh, hammer preacher um you can do concentrated um where you are your elbows kind of resting on the inside of your thigh mm-hmm. um and that forces you i mean that forces you to only use your bicep to bring that dumbbell up um I love those.
1: My favorite curls right now are burnout curls, um, and I call them 7 77s seven, Yeah. So you do the first set, or the first set of seven, you go from straight to 90 degrees, and you just stay below the elbow. Mm-hmm. You do seven of those, and then you stop, and you're at elbow, and you go from elbow to shoulder for seven, and then after that you get to do seven full range curls. Yes. And you will have such an awesome bicep pump when you're yeah. done, but you'll fucking hate me, you're welcome. They hurt, yeah,
0: they're good though they in a good way, the good hurt, yeah, back you've got a ton of different options of things that you can do, bent over rows that is ninety or and you can do them unilaterally or you can do them at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, unilaterally you're gonna typically be resting your knee and hand of the opposite arm um that you're not moving yes. <laughs> on a bench, um lat raises are one of those combo movements, so. You are using your shoulders, yes, but you're also using – you're engaging the muscles in your upper back. Yeah, reverse. you're using
1: your, your whole upper back Yes, those, yeah. Uh,
0: reverse fly, I love those. There's a variety of ways that you can do reverse fly. You can do them incline. You can do them lying flat. You can do them um, seated. I prefer seated. Mm-hmm. I can feel it the most there. Um, or incline.
1: Yeah, I like – if I can't do uh, – one of my old gyms had a seated, and it was a – it was a chest fly and a delt fly machine. Yeah. So you just had to reverse on how you were sitting in the mm-hmm. chair. And I fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh, the fly machine at World Fitness Center in Biomon, Puerto Rico is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> machine. And I can't fucking find one at any of the gyms I go to. Oh, it's so funny. Crunch in Omaha has one. Oof, okay. I might have to start going Mm -hmm. there to get my fly on. (laughs) Yeah, I I miss that fucking thing, Um, especially for chest flies, because I can't do them on on my cable setup. I don't have a midway point for my cable machine. Um, But they are awesome, and you can, another one of those things where you don't need a lot of weight. Uh, When you're talking about your delts, when you're doing things where you're completely immobilized and you're really only focusing on like your delts for that reverse fly or for your back fly, like don't go too heavy um, because you will wreck yourself. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they are... They're great. I love flies. Flies are completely underrated of all types. People need Mm -hmm. to do them more, but people don't do them because they're uncomfortable to sit and do. Like the positions you have to get into suck to do them, but when you have more range of motion, you're more flexible. As you go on your fitness journey, it sucks a lot less. Yes. So um, if you do already have good range of motion and good flexibility and you're not doing flies, we highly suggest you work those into your plant. Yeah. Uh, So let's talk about the chest because everybody loves the Mm tetas. Team titty, we're all here for it. (laughs) Um, You have the, the chest press i mean first and foremost obviously that's what everybody thinks of when you say yep. a chest exercise you can do an incline you can do a decline you can do a flat chest press on a bench you can do floor presses yep. if you don't have a bench and you're just rocking it at home in your living room totally you make, fine you
0: want to make floor presses difficult do them unilaterally yeah <laughs> yeah uh and if holding are, the one the arm that isn't moving perpendicular to the ground not touching yeah yeah, that
1: sucks because when I do unilateral chest stuff, I just put my hand on my abs to help yep. kind of like focus and make sure I'm activated so that I don't fall off. Yep. Uh, chest flies. Yeah. We just mentioned those. They're great. You can do those with, again, those are going to be lightweight. When I do chest flies, I only use like eight pounds, 10 pounds. Yeah. Um,
0: because I feel like when you go heavier on those, you're not doing the movement correctly. I don't care who you are. Yeah, um, I agree. You want to do 30 pounds, cool. But if you're doing the movement incorrectly, you can tear a bunch of shit.
1: You need to have, like,
0: because you're ultimately like you're working your chest with chest fly, but you're also kind of incorporating your shoulders there.
1: You are absolutely. I'm gonna feel myself up for a second on camera. Oh, yeah. um, actually, I'm not, it's above my boob. Yeah. But <laughs> your pec, you when you do chest flies, if you're doing them unilaterally, especially, you want to start with putting your hand on the pec you're working so that you can feel that muscle the engagement. Work. Because when you get to here, you can feel the engagement from here through your shoulder down, down into, into your, your bicep. bicep through your forearm and into your hand you yeah. have tension all the way through your arm that's why you need to go lighter on those flies and if you can't hold that tension
0: you. if you can't hold that tension you're not doing the movement right and you're right. overcompensating in places that you don't need to be overcompensating in you're not even working Oh, that, that happens that to people point.
1: so much. That happens to people so much. They yeah. don't know what to focus because they see a movement and they do it, but nobody explains to them how to do it. Right. If, if your What muscle should
0: be engaged?
1: Yeah. If your trainer or your coach can't explain what the benefit is of a movement they're making you do, find a new trainer. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Like if they can't explain it to you, that's their fucking job.
0: Yeah. And well, and when we say explain, like not even just why, but like what, what muscle am I working here? They should be able to answer that question for you. Like a chest fly, you're, you're working that pec, but in order to do the movement correctly, I can, I can make the tension happen right now without anything, Mm -hmm. just with body weight and just sitting here. But my whole entire arm is tense from my hands, like Sadie said, all the way up into my pec. So if I don't feel that, like cognizantly, you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not working. engaging the right muscle. You're you're actually putting you're more pressure on your shoulder. shoulder.
1: Yeah, and you don't want that. You don't yeah. want that kind of torque in that direction yeah. on your shoulder. That will destroy your shoulder. Um I was talking so we had our friend Travis he comes over and works out with us from time to time and uh, we were doing some barbell stuff with him the other day and Phil and I were trying to explain to him about locking yourself into the barbell Mm -hmm. Um, and he he was like I don't I don't get it I don't get it and I was like hang on I took my shirt off and I said okay look at my back now look at my back when I do this Mm -hmm. and he's like Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what your back should look like. And yeah. you'll know what it feels like soon enough after you do it enough. Yep. You have to remind yourself at every single rep when you're not used to like engaging every everything, because mm-hmm. you do have to turn it on with your brain sometimes. Sometimes yeah. your muscles will kind of take over and do their thing. Muscle number, But every yeah. now and then you got to have that squishy gray shit between your <laughs> between <laughs> your ears or the show. So you need to focus on that mind, but mind muscle connection mm-hmm. and that is going to help you a ton. But um, yeah, he was like, that makes so much more sense. Nobody's ever explained it to me that way.
0: (laughs) I've been saying if you can see it, you can be it a lot. But that is another example of that. If you can physically see it and someone can physically show you what they're talking about when they're giving you that cue, Mm -hmm. it makes all the difference in the world. Huge, huge. I won't get in like we should actually do a whole entire episode on cues.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to have uh, one of my old trainers on for that one because yeah. he's the guy that taught me all the awesome cues that right. I know now. So like screwing your feet into the floor when you're I was going to mention squat. that, yeah. Oh, Josue, I love you. You're amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other, other exercises you can do with your dumbbells for your chest you can do dumbbell Mm push-ups um if you're gonna do dumbbell push-ups though make sure you have like the hex rubber weights yeah you don't want to do those with round weights i know that i feel like i'm stating the obvious saying that but i'm sure someone has tried to do a dumbbell push-up with rounded Mm. weights and they've probably almost tried to break their wrists
0: yeah you you need the the contact with the ground and you can't get that with round um lower body Holy shit! We could do an entire episode on lower body movements that you can do. We're with going to do a
1: lower body episode, and we're going to call it butt stuff. Butt
0: stuff. Just, just so you know, when there's an
1: episode called butt stuff, we're going to be talking, talking about lifting booty
0: and your legs. Yes. Um, lower body squats of all of all varieties. Goblet, love goblet squats. Mm-hmm. If you want to make them harder, put some plates under your feet. Yeah, deficits. Um, yes, sumo stance squats. With a dumbbell. Um, traditional dumbbell squats. So typically, you're going to be front rack with those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And
1: uh, uh, note when you're front rack with dumbbells, you hold them neutrally. Yeah. So you rest... You don't
0: have to have your elbows up No front rack no. with dumbbells.
1: No, I, I do just because it's easier for yeah. me to hold it there because I have that little pocket in my yeah. shoulders. Um, so I just kind of like hold the handle a little bit and then rest it on my yeah. shoulders as I do it. But you don't want your dumbbells l- like no, this. You not. don't want to hold your dumbbells like you would a barbell when you're doing a, a dumbbell squat.
0: Y- yes. Um, weighted jumping squats. Ooh, yes. Fucking A.
1: <laughs> jumping, any plyo. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do plyo and you've never done it before though, make sure you do some movements without the weights first and yeah. work your way up.
0: Kind of like, like a warm up set. Yeah. Um, but again, Our favorite Bulgarian split squats. Um, That's a unilateral movement and they will kick your fucking ass. Literally. Like, yeah, literally. It's for the peach. It is.
1: (laughs) Glutes are the new boobs. Everybody loves boobs, but glutes are the new boobs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry.
0: Not sorry at all.
1: I mean, you know, there's, (sighs) butts are way better to look at than boobs anyway. Let's be real. Let's be real. Boobs are like saggy and yeah. they're like balls. They're the testicles the of the woman's of body. Yes, they're like balls, but they're on your chest. At least we don't have to sit on them. We've already covered that before. Thank fuck I don't have balls to sit on. Plus, uh, Deadlifts. Deadlifts are great for dumbbells. You yep. can do the dumbbell RDL, which is you're going to have the, that's the traditional drinking bird deadlift you see. You don't want to lock yeah. your legs out completely because that will cut off blood flow to your brain and yeah. you will pass Should out. Should be a slight bend. So uh, don't do locked leg RDLs. Yep but you want them as close to locked as you can get them right uh you just want it, that good tension to build in your hips and mm-hmm. in your ham. at like dumbbell ugh, dbr deals are great yes uh another way that you can make those difficult again stand on a plate mm-hmm. um sumo deadlifts yeah. are great um pretty similar with the, you can either hold the dumbbell up up at your chest kind of like, like a, a goblet. goblet sumo um, or you can hold it down. Depending on how heavy it is, sometimes I can't get it up in front. So if I'm doing yeah. like a 75 pound dumbbell while I'm doing sumos, I'm usually holding it right about here. Yeah, crotch level is fine. Just make mm-hmm. sure it doesn't hit the ground when yeah. you go down on your movement because that will a fuck up your timing, but b kill your momentum, and you yes. don't want that. Yep. Um, deficit deadlifts are great. Work those into your routine. Start small. You don't have to whip out the 45 pound bumper plate. That's fucking three inches wide right. the first time you do deficit deadlifts. We don't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, suitcases, which mimic a trap bar deadlift. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we didn't put on here that I just thought about reading about suitcases, uh, farmer walks, farmer yeah. carries.
0: I put them down at full you body. You did. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's we'll a talk full about, body tension move. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about farmer carries here in a minute. Those are great too. Uh, dump, see, dumbbells are great. You they can are. do so you much. You literally with do them. everything
0: with dumbbells so and like, see the gains. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a barbell and, and plates to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Lunges. Do your fucking lunges. Yo. I know that they suck and they are awful, but your legs will fucking love you for it. Your
1: knees will love you for it. Strengthening your quads is awesome because our quads are under, they're imbalanced. Our bodies, our bodies are made to be symmetrical. Yeah. Um, but they're imbalanced just because humans are weird and we all have our own quirks and ticks and all the things that we do. So we're all off balance and askew in our own fucking way. Um, But your quads, they need to be equal. Uh, You have four muscles that hold your knee together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And your quads are a lot of that, especially that teardrop. Maybe not four muscles, but either way, your quads help hold your your knee to your fucking leg. Yeah, Um, That teardrop muscle, which is right on the inside of your knee, when you hit your knee on something, that's the muscle that you're fucking running it into. Yeah, That's what really helps keep your knee in line. Your patella, it slides like this. And there's a groove. And like Sasha said earlier, if you're not in line, it'll click. And you don't want that. That's how you wear the cartilage out of your knee. That's how you wear the bone down out of your knee. That's how you get spurs. That's how you get knee surgery if you don't take care of your knees or do your movements correctly. So make sure that you are really focusing on... Like, quads, never never sleep on your quads. You should always be strengthening your quads. You should be strengthening your hams, too, because your knee health is super important, like with your shoulders. You use your knees... All the time.
0: Yep. Okay. So there are like a billion different kinds of lunges that yeah, you can do. Yeah, they're like bicep curls.
1: There's yeah. a zillion.
0: Alternating stationary lateral side Cossack squats. Um, look them up. I love Cossack squats. They're difficult to do. You want to make sure that you're really fucking low. Yeah. Um, but if you ever have any questions on specifically how to do any of these movements and you can't find them or find something that makes sense to you, Make sure that you send us an email. Hello at Or
1: DM us. I mean, we can always yeah. just send you a quick video to show you how to do it, too. Yep. Um, we're everywhere on social media. At Meathead Test Kitchen on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, yeah. uh, MTK staff on Twitter. Yeah. Um, send us yeah you can always send slide us into email. the
0: dms
1: Ex- yeah just don't be a creep
0: yeah <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't cover need- that before stay out of our dms if you're going to be a creep
1: we don't need dick pics we're both married that- we're good mm. thanks yeah. um hip thrusts are great so yeah. you can do a hip thrust with a dumbbell by resting your back on a bench or a box or any flat comfortable surface you have um, you rest the dumbbell on your lap and you do your hip thrust that way instead of with the barbell i actually like dumbbell hip thrust better mm mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I might get crucified for this, but I hate barbell hip thrusts. They're uncomfortable.
0: They are. It doesn't um, matter
1: how many pads or rollers you have on. I there. see I just a lot like of them. people
0: do the movement incorrectly um, you're not hyper extending. Yeah. You should never be hyper extending. You should not be on your toes. You should be flat footed and you should be, you should be driving you through need, your
1: heels like a squat. Yes. And
0: you don't have to push your, your hips so far up. Yes. I know that you're thrusting, but also the movement should be explosive from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. You're holding at the top.
1: It's not, it's like the lat raise. You don't yeah. want to go past that because no. your body's not meant to move. And then you're that not way. even
0: engaging your glutes. You're, yeah. you're totally missing the muscle that you're trying to hit yeah. and you're overcompensating in other areas that don't like your lower back should not be involved
1: yeah. as, as mean, much
0: as if you're hyperextending, you're going to involve your back more than it needs to be.
1: You skip your glutes almost completely. Yeah. when you hyper, you're totally yeah. missing the, the point yeah. of the exercise yeah. when you hyperextend. It should be
0: 90 degrees Yeah, and it shouldn't be above that.
1: Yeah. Do so you need help with that? There's plenty of good videos out there. Again, you can always send us a DM. We can send you an example. Um, Calf raises are great. You can use, dumb. again, you can just rest them on your shoulders or you can hold them on your side. Um, If you want to do some isometric holds and get some extra credit work while you're doing your calf raises, you could always do like a 90-degree dumbbell hold. Mm -hmm. Um, Full body. Oh, my God. We could do a whole episode about full body stuff and we don't have time for that. (laughs) So uh, kettlebell swings with a dumbbell. Yep. So you do those, again, you want the hex dumbbells because they're a little bit textured. They'll be easier to hold on to. You hold it around the end and then you just do your kettlebell swing. Yep. Easy. Uh, thrusters. If you don't want to build a fucking thruster glory hole in your <laughs> ceiling, uh, get some dumbbells and do your thrusters that way. You will hold them front rack pretty similar as we've explained to every other movement today, Yeah. except for when you get done with your squat, you're going to go boop. Yes. And just do that shoulder press, bring that shoulder press back down and back into the squat. squat. You go thrusters are the devil, but they're so good for you because it's a, if you're losing form too, like
0: you're doing, like if you're trying to make, make it more plyo cool, but make sure that you're getting the full range of motion out of that movement. If you're not, don't worry about it. Slow the movement down and do it the right way.
1: And if you want, because you're to not do, getting the
0: benefit if you're not doing it with the right form.
1: I mean, a thruster basically with plyo. If you're going to do a thruster with plyo, don't use weights and just do burpees. Yeah. Like if yeah. you want to do a thruster, you want that explosiveness coming from pushing that weight up. Up. Uh, thrusters are great for explosives. It's yeah. like a wall ball, but with weights. Yeah. Um, man, quote unquote makers. <laughs> fuck that shit. Woman makers. Um, that's where you go down. It's essentially you kind of go down into a burpee. You grab the dumbbells. You come back up you do the press and yeah. then you go back down. Those suck too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, good mornings are really great for your core and mm. your hammies. Um, yes. It's a full body movement, but those are the two areas it's going to focus on in your butt. Um, mm-hmm. Renegade row to frogger. Um, so you're doing a row, you're on the ground and then you are pulling those weights in or while well, leaving them jumping into frogger and then going back down in the position. Right. Farmer carries. Under fucking rated.
1: Farmer carries are great. Full body um, tension. You want good shoulders. You want a yeah. good back. You want yeah. trap muscles. Do lots yeah. of pulling. Yeah. Um, and lots of farmer carries. Yeah. Yeah. Last year was the summer of farmer carries because we yeah. were just fucking doing farmer carries around the mailbox. Back kind around of the shrug side. a little
0: bit to get those, you know. Yeah, and lats the thing activated. with a shrug,
1: you want to make sure that you're not dropping your neck. No. You yeah. Bring your, your, shoulders, your shoulders up. up. Your shoulders should, and this took me, I can do it now freely and easily. Yeah. That used to be so fucking difficult. So if you, if you're not good. You're not a turtle. (laughs) Yeah. You're not, you you just want to, again, cues. Somebody was like, took their hands and was like, okay, your shoulders go like this. And it's like up, not turtle. Shit. So if you can't do a shrug yet or they look stupid, it's okay. (laughs) We've all done them and they all have looked not great at first, but just make sure that you're not dropping your neck or hunching your back.
0: Nope. That whole, it's kind of like, um, when you're locking the bar in, you mm-hmm. want that same tension in your upper body or in your upper back and in your shoulders. So, and your arms are tight. Yeah. Your core is fucking tight. Your yeah. butt is tight. And then you walk.
1: And then you do, 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 do. You the don't straight. even
0: have, I mean, you don't even have to make those super heavy. No.
1: You can do 20 pounds in each hand and that'll, if you, if you go, so if you roll down my driveway around the corner, around the mailboxes and come back, that's probably like a 500 meter. Yeah. And that'll, that'll do you good for a while. Do
0: some waiter holds after that or waiter walks. Oh
1: God. Waiter, (laughs) ladies, if you're doing waiter walks, make sure that you don't need to wash your hair that day (laughs) or you put your hair in a low hairstyle because doing this to undo your hair and then wash it after doing waiter walks is the worst.
0: (laughs) Um, So at the end of the day, all we're trying to say is that dumbbells are fun. Don't sleep on dumbbells. Love your dumbbells. And remember that most movements with a barbell can be done with dumbbells. It's a scaling option. Everywhere barbells are sold. You can do dumbbell cleans. You can do single arm snatches. You can do squat cleans in addition to everything else we listed today.
1: I just mean, love them. <laughs> yeah. All this is going to be on our show notes, MeatheadTestKitchen.com. Yeah. If you're looking for more ideas or even a sample plan, you can hit us up. Hello at Meathead Test Kitchen. I am a certified personal trainer. Um, you can find us anywhere at social media at uh, Meathead Test Kitchen, except on Twitter, which is MTK staff. But let's be honest: are any of us going to Twitter to learn anything these days, or are we just all yelling into? The I'm void?
0: avoiding it, it altogether. Yeah,
1: we're, <laughs> dude, we're all just yelling into the void and making I dick jokes just, over there right yeah, now. Yeah, don't it,
0: even no. I don't it, have time for that shit.
1: It's best. That you know, <laughs> it's okay.
0: You guys, we finally have t-shirts and tank tops yes. up in our shop at shop.her.media.com. We'll put the link to the specific page for us in our show notes. And they're they're, only
1: 20 bucks. Yeah, they're not super expensive. And you can
0: rep us everywhere you go because we are your favorite podcast.
1: And if you ask very nicely and you send me your t-shirt, maybe I'll custom it for you.
0: Ooh, If you're into
1: that kind of thing. <laughs> if you like bleach dye and... Having your shit cut up. Yeah. Let me know. (laughs) We love you. Be nice to each other. Uh, Like, follow, rate, review anywhere you find podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Have a good week. We love you. Hope you kick ass. We head test kitchen.
0: Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday,
1: helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.